welcome. Good morning, Baltimore. You haven't seen Hairspray, have you? wasn't even doing that but okay i haven't even seen hairspray though and i'm betting you haven't seen lots of things i like as well yeah, welcome true. to <laughs> comfort and death and darkness the show where we bicker incessantly and also talk about murder in times that's bad sorry <laughs> just uh, right from there. Yeah. i'm short at the minute you're the same height as me we're sitting down on the floor well not really because your torso is longer than me so if i sat next to you i would still be smaller than you right. My ears went funny there. That was either your torso is longer than me or your toe, your toes are longer no, than me. No, your torso. Okay. It's not longer either than my whole body, true. but it's longer than my torso. <laughs> 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 oh, Christ. Okay. So. But I do have a sore toe because you were trying to bend my broken one yesterday. <laughs> welcome to Comfort in Tootsies. I'm your host... Pinky Gray. <laughs> and I'm joined by Nail. Nailed it. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> right, so today we got the ABCs of Death and Darkness. And Charlie, what letter is it? E. E. <laughs> Which, as Geordie's, e? e can sound a lot like E. <laughs> <laughs> All right, e- Michael B- McIntyre. D. Yeah. <laughs> F G. H I. <laughs> All vowels sound the same. Yeah. Old yeah. MacDonald had a farm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Geordie I test, and it's like, why I? Why I? <laughs> why I? <laughs> Did you find out if that lad, if anything happened with that lad last spoke about yeah, last week? Not as of yet. And if I remember correctly, I said you are in charge of that. Well, I forgot. Uh-huh. Right. I'll have a look and you can put it on the Instagram. Yes, we could do that, yes. Um, before we get into the ABC... So, Death and Darkness. Anything you want to talk about? I need to take my watch off because Jim you didn't. <laughs> keep vibrating. Sorry, what? <laughs> Anything you want to talk about? No. Nothing you want to get off your chest? I want to take my bra off, but no. <laughs> Not literally get off your chest, but okay. <laughs> right. Uh, right uh, well, shall we just get straight into this then? Sure. All right. I believe I went first last week, so I believe it's your turn to go first, my young apprentice. <laughs> Sorry, I won't be watching Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I do love Star Wars. Who do you, you love the prequels, though? I like all of them. Okay, that's the right answer. But you always judge us for my favorite, though. Why don't you enlighten the people as to which one your favourite is? <laughs> Episode one. Mm. Because I love Darth Maul. Like, I had a weird obsession I mean, with him. I'm happy that that's the reason you like yeah. that episode of Star Wars. Because I do love Jar Jar Binks, even though everyone thinks he's <laughs> shit. But I just think he's mad like me, so it's funny. <laughs> I just love Darth Maul. I mean, he is a cool character. Like, you know, on the Instagram thing that people are doing now, and it's like, what Disney oh, character fillers. are you? And yeah. so like that. I did the Star Wars one, I got Darth Maul, and I was so happy. I got the child. <laughs> <laughs> He's cute. Dad, You're not, yeah. though. Thank you. My dad's ringing us. Okay, pause. pause. So the letter was obviously E. Um, so I ate some E numbers before we started. I'm joking. I mean, I took some E. What? <laughs> Not meant to say stuff like that. People aren't meant to know. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> right, so I apologize in advance for the name pronunciations. No. Because I'm absolutely sure of that. And everybody probably knows that by now. 
So, I did Eric, but he's French, so it's Eric. But we're just going to go with Eric, because mm-hmm. classic Geordie last. War Eric. War Eric. Eric Borel. Borel. Right, no, I didn't do this guy, right? Mm-hmm. But here's my, I wrote potential, uh, well, possible topics at mm-hmm. the top of my document. Read them out. E. Edward. <laughs> is it just Edward? Or is Edward, it e? yeah. Why has it got an extra E in it? It's how he spelled it. All right. Mewbridge, Eric Burrell. I did it. I yeah, was good. I almost did this guy. On your list. Oh, do you know who I nearly did? Do you know who I nearly did? Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how that would have ended. He didn't kill himself. Sorry, my phone's just blowing up. You got one of them Galaxy Note 7s. <laughs> so I did... Effort- <laughs> I really can't talk today. Like, I rang my nanny before and I couldn't talk. And she was like, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, no. Um, right, so I did Eric Burrell. I think that's how we say his name. I'd say Burrell, yeah. Or Burrell. Burrell? A ball. So, do you know about him, even though you didn't research into him or not? I did. Uh, I researched his name. Mm-hmm. I got that far. I think what made us click on him was the body count. Yeah. Well, do you know what it is, right? If and if I, if I, everyone needs to ever check my phone and the history in my phone, oh, I'm screwed. Literally, it was like I didn't know what to do for this week, so I literally, like, I'm literally good. Like, I'm going to show you my history so you can see <laughs> what I googled. You need to provide a screenshot for the companion. Pack. I really do not. <laughs> um, what does Trump get called at the end of Lady in the Trap? Um, right. So I started with murder E. Jeffrey Epstein. Death letter E. Synonyms for death starting with E. <laughs> Easy E, the rapper, but he didn't get murdered or anything. I think he died of AIDS or something like yeah. that. Um, Easy murder. <laughs> <laughs> Murderers. Serial killers with E. <laughs> e numbers. <laughs> List of murderers. List of rampage killers in Europe. <laughs> What on earth? And then I found Eric Burrell. (laughs) 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 I was happy that he was like number three or four on the list. Um, So he was a 16-year-old French high school student. He was the son of Marie-Jeanne Parenti. I'm shy if... That sounds like something, something plenty. (laughs) No, Marie-Jeanne Parenti. Oh, Parenti. Got you. And Jacques Burrell. (laughs) Jacques Cousteau. Um, they both worked in the military. Um, they separated when Eric was very young. I think they weren't together that long, to be honest, after mm. he was born. Um, so Eric stayed with his grandparents until he was five. Um, his mom began to live with Yves Bichet. And Yves Bichet? It's like Y-V-E. Yeah, yeah. So like Yves Saint Laurent. <laughs> <laughs> and they moved to their home in Solly Pont. In Solly Hill, Moors. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's mother was an activist and she was very religious. And she used to beat her son and say that he was a child of sin. Um, he never really developed a new relationship with his mother's new partner, Eves. I mean, um, why would he? <laughs> and he would apparently beat him on occasion as well. Um, however, all round, just a lovely couple. Eve's son stated that he was actually nice to Eric and he built him a shack for his chickens and other animals. My dad's ringing us. Continue. 
You said something about chickens. Um, so he built him a shack for his chickens and other animals that he had. Um, at the age of eight, Eric broke his arm, and rather than going home, he ran away and hid until he was found shivering from the pain, instead of actually going home and like, getting help because he was scared. So I guess he was just petrified of like explaining how he broke his arm. Yeah. Um, Eric was quiet, and he kept to himself, mainly just interacting with his animals. Um, he developed an increasing admiration for the military, and he used to tell lies of his father's heroic deeds within the military. Um, and this is this is not like the stepdad. This no, is the his one. actual father yeah. who was in the military. Got you. Um, so he used to talk about his stepbrother as well, I think, who was in the military as well. Or his, um, yeah, I think it was his stepbrother. Um, he liked weapons and he used to shoot sparrows with an air gun. I like weapons, but I like my weapons, you know, virtual. Yeah. I like a bit of GTA. <laughs> I don't like um, GTA. I love GTA. Shit. I've got all of them. Um, oh yeah have you got GTA London I think I have on Playstation 2 didn't come out on Playstation 2 didn't I booyah <laughs> I was just know. on the PC I think it, I don't know it I had something like 2. that it might be a different one but I, did, I had loads it was not very good Um, hiya <laughs> it's gonna be so hard to edit he attended Lisi Professional Profe- Lisi Professional um, in <laughs> in Toulon, <laughs> in Toulon. So Lisi is like a school. That's what it translates to. I do know that from high school French. Um, <laughs> he was quite academic, but in his last year of school, he became different, and he skipped classes without authorization. Just basically bunked off. Um, he was playing the wag. <laughs> um, did you have you ever bunked off school? No. Or like skipped class no no because uh i had my mom to answer to and so that was I. I i i didn't have one to, you, you had to answer to my mom no, did you i do now no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, i did it once and i'll never do it again because i got stuck by a bee oh, that's that's <laughs> so a bad I, omen i come back for first aid <laughs> <laughs> so hi sorry yeah. i tried to run away technically i didn't run away i just went the chippy <laughs> <laughs> you ran away to the chippy yeah was it max maths Oh no! It was like one that was like the like quite far. It was like the back of the school. Like we went through the. It was like we did. We like what on earth? Where where was this? We went to the same no, school. I don't know. We pretended we were doing orientation. Do you know when you find the little thing? You mean orienteering? Yeah, that that one. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a hole in the fence, so we just decided to go through, and then we went all the way up the hill and went to the chippy, and then came back. But I got stung by a bee, and then I had to get first aid. Don't know where you ended up. <laughs> um, I don't know either. Um, so. He said um, he had one classmate. Um, he didn't have one classmate. He had one <laughs> mate. <laughs> there was class. one person in his he class. He had one friend. <laughs> <laughs> he had one friend. Um, and his name was Alan, Alan? Gulimet. I think that's how you say it. Alan Gulimet. Um, so <laughs> he told him that he couldn't take his home life anymore um, and that he would commit suicide, but not before... Hello, recording a podcast. Shut the door! I don't even know where I was up before I was really interrupted by my mother. I don't either. Fucking Cheryl, man. I put the breakdown audio in. <laughs> Fucking Cheryl. Um, so we had one friend. I just fucking said that to you, though. Um, it's fine. So we told him that he couldn't take his home life anymore. Uh-huh. Um, 
and that he would commit suicide but not before killing two or three people. And this kid's how old at this point? Which one? Burrell? Um, he's 16. Okay. Um, and the guy who he's friends with is 17 and he's very outgoing and popular, this guy that he's friends with. Okay. Um, and they <laughs> Just would, like me. They would sometimes hang out after school. Um, Eric's room was full of Nazi insignia. Holy crap. He um, lived in France. Yeah. Um, he's got, he had a picture of Hitler, graffiti of a swastika, and lots of w, um, WW2. That's <laughs> because I've written that. World War II books. <laughs> this took a turn. Yeah. So, on the 23rd of September, 1995, at 6pm, uh-huh. I, I, was, I was two. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I was two. Three minutes before I had, I was one. No, I wasn't born in September. <laughs> I was born in May, 29th of May, if anyone wants to buy me a present. <laughs> um, her, also, her mother's maiden name is... <laughs> no. Um, Eric, so on the 23rd of September, 1995 at 6pm, Eric killed his stepfather, Yves Bichet, in the kitchen by shooting him four times with a rifle. He then smashed in his head with a hammer. Oh, Christ. Yeah. That's a crime of passion if I ever heard one. Yeah. Then Eric ass- assaulted his half-brother, 11-year-old Jean Yves, oh who was watching TV by doing exactly the same as what he did. Oh, I'm going to guess Yves actually loved that kid more, and so he's taken out a lot of frustration from the fact that he was resented by that man mm. on the 11-year-old. Probably, yeah. So he wiped up the blood trails and waited for his mother to come home. Uh-oh. At 8.30, she arrived home from church and he immediately killed her with one single shot to the head. He used no blunt force on her afterwards like he had done with the previous two. Mm. Probably was... He respected her a little bit more mm. because it was his mother, like his actual mother. But and he killed her anyway, so... Yeah, probably didn't want to have any extra... Yeah. Eric then began to clean the house, covering the bodies with sheets. He closed the shutters and he left with a bag of food, money, a raincoat, a map, a pistol and his father's rifle with a pocket full of ammunition. Mm. Um, he made his way to Coos. Coos? At first by car, which he eventually crashed into a wall. So he started going on foot. Okay. Um, bodies of the murdered fam- family were found at 1am by... Yves' son, Jean-Luc, who occasionally visited on weekends because he was a student. Do you think he was named as a Star Trek character? I don't watch Star Trek, so I'm clueless. Jean-Luc Picard? (laughs) Not a clue. Garden's Log, star date 4567891010. Eric Burrell remained undetected until 7.15 the next day when he arrived at Alan's house, his friend. Uh Uh-oh. He knocked on the door. And Alan's mother answered, and Alan was still asleep, so Eric asked if he, she would go and wake him up. So she did, and the two sat in the garden, um, and they had a lengthy discussion in the garden. And Eric wanted something from Alan, but when Alan refused and started walking away, Eric shot him I was gonna say, was, in the back. Was he, so he said to his mom, can I, can I see your son? All the while he's holding a pistol and a rifle. Yeah, but it's hunting season. So, <laughs> hunting rabbits. Um. So he shot him in the back, which mortally uh, <laughs> wounded him. So at seven thirty onwards, Eric began to shoot, 
began to shoot random people. But since it Jesus. was hunting season, no one was suspicious of him carrying the rifle until he began shooting. Because, but because it was hunting season, depending on where you were in France at that time, you could kill people if you wanted to. Mm. First he shot Jeanette Really? 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 I see what you mean about not pronouncing their names. Mm-hmm. They're very French. <laughs> um, through an open window, wounding her. Second, he shot Denise Otto, whom he killed whilst she was taking the rubbish out. Then he hit Denise's husband, Jean. Jean? <laughs> Jean? Well, we would say Jean, but it's hey, Jean. like Jean. Jean? Um, oh, it could be Jean. Yeah, could be. Could be John. <laughs> In the shoulder. Um, he injured an elderly, wo- elderly woman who was walking across the street with her husband. He wounded two brothers crossing his path. He fired at R- Rodolf Incovella Inc- mm. through an open window. And it was lethal, the shots. Christ. Um, he crossed streets to shoot people. And he killed a shopkeeper called Mario Pagani. Mohammed um, Massad was also shot and killed. Um, Marius Boudon, Boudon and Andre Tourette were killed as they th- drew money out of an ATM. Um, Andre Coletta was killed as she walked a poodle. And then finally he shot Pascal Mustachi to death. Mustachi? Mustachi to death. 8 a.m. Police arrived at the scene and realizing he was surrounded, Eric shot himself in the head under a tree in front of a school. Oh, damn. That Um, echoes a lot of what I did last week with Derek Bird. Yeah. That's what I was thinking when I was reading it, but um, this was a lot earlier than that. Mm. Um, So observers said he was poised and calm, taking great care and aiming with all his shooting and hitting most of the victims in the head and going for another attempt if he didn't get it, it right the first time. Jesus Christ. He fired around 40 shots. Um, a month later, Gian Lavigiero died in hospital from injuries. And then the following year, um, in March, Pierre Marigalino, Marig- Marig- Pierre Ma- <laughs> Galliano, Marigalliano, I think that's how you say died from his wounds. Um, the death toll was 15. Altogether. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, it was so he a dead killed almost the same amount of people as as many years as he's been alive. Yeah. Um, it was the deadliest act of mass murder in France since Christian Dormer killed 14 people in 1989 in Luxio. Jesus Christ. So yeah, that's the story of Eric Burrell. I mean... Woohoo! <laughs> I mean, at times like this, well, in sorry, at times like in crimes like this, it's really obvious to understand why people do what they do. But if he had just stopped at the three that he started with, people would not necessarily well, actually, yeah, respect them a bit more. Like especially a, um, a jury. A jury mm. would have a lot more um, sympathy for him if he just if he said killed that he'd his, come from a broken home and. Well, if he just if he especially a, a good defense attorney would say, "Look, Your Honor, and members of the jury, this guy was bullied by his own family 
his mother would beat him, his stepfather would beat him. Mm-hmm. No one ever really replaced his father. Um, he probably had a lot of mental health issues to do 100%. something like that. 100%. Um, obviously, he's, was it his stepbrother? Which one? The 11-year-old. Um, Half-brother. That's what I meant, half-brother. Um, so obviously that was... The was the older one who was away at uni. yeah. So his stepbrother, um, yeah, his uh, stepbrother was, um, sorry, his half-brother was obviously Eves's son. And his man's. Yes, uh, well, it's not just going to be some random dudes. No, but half, <laughs> half means that it's obviously, like, I've got three half-sisters. Yes, I know, I know. What I'm saying is, obviously... He was probably jealous at the fact that... Not even just jealous, well, Eves annoyed. probably rubbed it in his face. Yeah. Probably saying, like... Because I am, um, I've just recently finished listening to a podcast which I'd very, very highly recommend everyone watch. It's called The Man watch, of a Thousand. Watch the podcast. Yeah, it's it's a video podcast. Oh, well, you didn't specify that. <laughs> it's not, but I just wanted to. I just wanted to say that. Um, I, I recommend everybody subscribe to a podcast called um. Comfort and Darkness. <laughs> that too. Uh, it's called a Ma- uh, The Man of a Thousand Faces. Um, it's about a guy called J- uh, Jamie Osuna. Uh, I think that's the guy's name. Absolute friggin' psychopath. Um, but when this podcaster, when this, this journalist, I should say, when she went back into his timeline, went into his childhood, and decided to look up what possibly could have went wrong for him, she found out that his stepfather used to make his kids eat at the dinner table, and when the dinner was put in front of Jamie, he would just take the food away, let everybody else eat at the dinner table and then once everybody else was finished he'd make him a dinner from the scraps no no he'd make oh. jamie eat it off the floor what he used to make him eat it like a dog and that was just like tip of the iceberg what like stuff he'd do so this is like a, co- a common thing apparently um where like step parents resent like full-on vilify yeah. The children that aren't theirs. Even though the person they're supposed to love more than anything in the world, it's theirs. Mm-hmm. But, so, if Eric had just stopped at the stepfather, his half-brother, and his mother, there could have been a case to say that he got off with a lighter sentence. Yeah. But the fact that he had just, he just snapped and he shot his best friend for crying out loud. Yeah. Like his brain was gone. His mind was gone because of all the psychological trauma, mm-hmm. obviously, of his parents. I mean, the first five years of his life were his grandparents. And they were probably the best years of his life. Yeah. So it's a it's a hard one because I've got the fifteen names and ages if you want them. If you, you can read them out if you want to read them out. Oh, you, you, why? Because you're going to laugh at us trying to pronounce them. No, because they're dead people so, and they deserve to be remembered. The victims are as follows. Yves Bichet, Eric Burrell's stepfather. Marie-Jeanne Parenti, Eric Burrell's mother. Jean-Yves Bichet, 11-year-old. Eric Burrell's half-brother. Alan... We killed Alan. That's what I'm saying. He killed his best friend. Yeah. Alan... Gourmet. 17, a friend of Eric Burrell. Marius Boudon. Marius Boudon, age 59. Andrea, or Andri. Coletta, age 65. 
Rudolf Inkovala, 59. Gian Laguerio, 68. Mohamed Marat, Marad, 41. Pierre Marigaliano, age 68. Pascal Musatashi, age 15. Denise, Jesus Christ, age 15. Yeah. Denise Otto, 77. Mario Pagani, age 81. Andre Tourette, age 62. And Jeanette Violet. That's quite a good name. Jeanette, Jeanette Violet, um, age 48. And among the wounded were Jean Otto, or Jean Otto, and Jean Borussio. It was hard to say. Well done. <laughs> you gave it an attempt, yeah. and that's what it was an attempt. I apologize <laughs> in advance. <laughs> Probably going to get an email from what's the like, lone yeah, so French much. listener. You cannot talk French. <laughs> yes, I know. I do give it my best when we go, though, mm. to France. We'll be there again soon. Yay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, I don't. In a weird way, I don't blame Eric Burrell for snapping, but. He shouldn't have really taken out on random people. No. Like, again, it's probably just his brain just said, fuck it, go for it. Yeah. But it's one of the things where you can't exactly change history. Ooh. Right, so, shall I do mine? No, I'll go to bed now. Okay, fine. Go i got hiccups. <laughs> I can tell. I have to edit your track out very, very <laughs> heavily. All right, so, as I said before, I would looked into a bunch of other people when I, uh, well, I say a bunch, three. So, I'd looked into Edweird, that's how you actually pronounce it. Yeah, that's someone I said. <laughs> Edweird Muybridge. Mm-hmm. Um, he was actually an artist. Where who is he from? Decided England. Really? Yeah, who decided to kill someone? Um, Eric Burrell, like you did. Yeah. And then decided, like I was looking into a guy called uh, Derek Burdeau. Is that a joke? No. Because <laughs> you did Derek Bird last yeah, week. Yeah, I, I did Derek Bird, but so he's called Derek Burdeau. He killed someone with an electric guitar. All oh, right, <laughs> <laughs> not okay. just anyone—a pastor. He killed a vicar. Oh. So I was like, "Oh, I could do oh, this dear. one," but like, there was just so many different police reports that uh, I had to like, like yeah. sift through. So I was just like, "Like not like like um press releases, I should yeah. say, not police reports." Um, like with different things. In. Yeah, it was it was a lot of information to try and sift through. So I was like, oh, "I'll try and find something easier." So I did, and. So you went to France for yes. yours. I have gone to... Spain. They speak Spanish. Mexico. I have gone to Costa Rica. Oh. Well, he still didn't leave his guessing. I would have guessed that in the end. Oh. Uh, would, you, would you like to keep guessing? Costa Rica. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this person doesn't have a name because it's unsolved. Done. Dun, dun. <laughs> he has a moniker, though. A he, what? A harmonica? A moniker. What's that? A name. All oh, right. Like a placeholder name. Yeah. How like the Golden State Killer. I don't know what that is. I didn't know. <laughs> yes, like the Golden State Killer slash the Visalia Ransacker versus Jack the... Jack the Ripper. Yeah, that works. So there are people named Jack out there. This guy was nicknamed by the police. El Psychopata. What does that mean? The Psychopath. Catchy. But it begins with an E. L. So 
I win. They <laughs> don't. That's such a cheater. I went with the Spanish no. pronunciation. El psicopata. That's so, cheating. And I am going to refer to him as El psicopata. El like the. Yeah. Yeah, so that's not really a title then. Because I now can. It was called this so then, in a Spanish country, therefore, so, it's El psicopata. So when it gets to T, if I pick the something. Yeah. No, because that's cheating. It's not cheating. If you go over my podcast, I go, make the rules. No, if you go like <laughs> sometimes, if you go like a bookshop or a, a DVD shop, yeah, I'll have they don't the start at the them end. with the. They start them with the next word. Yes, so but if you this get like L. the longest yard, it'll be under L. Yes, but this is L. No, E-L. Jake. <laughs> I can't you're go back and change. taking the piss now. That's not fair. How's this not fair? Because you cheated. I'm not cheating. You are. I'm not. You are. His name is El Cicopita. It's not his name because he hasn't got a name. He does now. It's called El no, Cicopita. he's got a harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this. Right, so. I think he's a cheater. I don't. Why don't you Should comment on the next uh, comment on the next companion pack? Am I a cheater? Am yes, I not? Yes, you are. I think I'm not because I make the rules. Whatever. So, El Cicopata is responsible for the murders of 19 people between the years of 1986 and 1996 in Costa Rica. Costa Rica. They were active during these years within the cities of... I have a friend from Costa Rica and he taught me his phrase in Spanish. Go ahead. Me dice número uno la cuenta, por favor. Which means table one would like the bill, please. I was, I was <laughs> going to say it. I think that's what it is. Because I knew what la cuenta means. I have one favorite Spanish word, don't I? <sighs> That's two words. You've just said a pencil sharpener. Right, okay. <laughs> I like it. Mm, it's like so, uh, between 86 and, uh, 86 and 96, he was active in the cities of Cartago, Curidabat, Curidabat, and Desemperados. Those are the three cities he was um, active in. He got his name from the civil police of Costa Rica in 96. <laughs> Can you guess what the name means in English? Um, I think it might be the uh, the psychopath. Mm. Which so, doesn't begin with an E. But L does. In Spanish, it does. El Therefore, cheetah. it counts. That's not how you say a cheetah in Spanish. El Cheeto. El Cheeto, that's a crisp anyway. <laughs> not crisps. So it all began. Like corn chip, like, like made out of corn. It all made. began. On April 6th, 1986, it was the beginning of Holy Week, but on this occasion, it would not be a joyous one. So April 6th was a Sunday, and Rosario Zamora, a mother of three girls, was worrying about what to make for lunch. She was poor, and therefore didn't have much left to eat, if anything at all. Oh, bless her. Her niece then showed up at her house. Rosario's sister had sent her to ask Rosario and her daughters to come with them to Mass in La Cruz de Alajuela. Hector de la Cruz. It's from Coco. Okay. <laughs> I knew it was going to be Disney. Alajuelita in San Jose, Costa Rica. La no, Cruz. De la Cruz is a. Hector is a different person, and De la Cruz is the one the nasty. I'm talking about murder people You have people to watch here. Coco and December when I'm going on. <laughs> Fucking hell. So La Cruz has well, a... Well, technically lit- they're dead in Coco. 
That is true. La Cruz has a lit cross that stands in the mountains and is visible from a lot of the surrounding areas. It's supposed to be quite beautiful. Rosario at first declined the invite, but was persuaded to go by her niece once she was told that there was going to be food ready there for everyone to eat. Mm -hmm. Rosario didn't have to be told twice at that, and she immediately readied her girls for the trip. The girls, Alejandra, 13, Carla, 11, and Maria Eugenia, 4, joined their mother on the trip to meet her sister, Marta Eugenia, 41 years old, and her four daughters, Cristina, 18, Maria Gabriela, 16, Maria Auxiliadora, it looks like it says auxiliary, with Dora at the end, um, 11, and Carla Virginia, 9. In all, nine women started the walk up the nearby mountain to La Cruz de Alajuelita. After some time of walking, Rosario's feet began to hurt. The shoes she was wearing weren't made for walking, so she decided to stay behind along with the 18-year-old niece, Christina, who had, like went to get her first mm-hmm. because she didn't want her to be alone. And the rest of the women continued on to La Cruz. A few hours later, and people began to make their way back down the mountain. People were passing Rosario and Christina, but there was absolutely no signs of the seven women from Rosario's family. As it transpires, the seven women and, you know, children yeah. started to make their way back home when they took a shortcut. What happened next is shrouded in mystery, but it's horrifying mystery. A search began that very evening. It wasn't until the afternoon of the following day when the property owner within the area found seven dead bodies. Oh dear. Two were found under a coyote plant. A chayote? I'm going to say chayote. Plant. While the other five were lined up under a banana tree. Lined up? Mm Mm-hmm. Lined up. They had all been killed by gunshots to the head, which was later identified as coming from an M3 submachine gun. Machine gun? Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, if you tap the trigger of a machine gun, it'll just do one shot, but even still. Three of the girls had been raped. The young ones? Don't actually know. Information is sparse on this. Mm -hmm. Very. It wasn't until July... This was April, so in July, that two men were arrested in connection with the murders and were actually sentenced to prison. They were Jose Luis Mong, Monge, Monge Sandy, aka Tres Pelos, and Arnaldo Mora Potila, aka Arnaldillo. Mm-hmm. So, Tres Pelos. And Arnaldinho. Mm-hmm. The police did suspect two other men were connected to this case, but they couldn't progress any charges against them because they were unfortunately dead due to quote unquote violent situations the oh, month God. prior. They were two separate situations. Yeah. So, case closed, right? No, because there's something else going to happen in it. Correct. In 1992, six years after their initial sentencing, the court absolved the two men 
and ordered for their immediate releases. This was due to there being many errors in the investigation leading to the annulment of their trials. They were also, there was also not enough evidence to keep them in jail. Eventually, even some of the police involved in the, situa- in the investigation admitted that mistakes had been made. Glowing endorsement. Mm-hmm. So what was the reasons the police were initially suspicious of Tres Pilos and Arnaldilio? So what was one of the reasons the police were initially suspicious that Tres Pilos and Arnaldilio were not the right men? It's because of crimes that were happening while they were locked up. So the murder at the top of the story was uh, popularly named like, in amongst the area as La Masica de Alapalita. So the Alapalita Massacre, essentially. Massacre, I think. It's, yeah, anyway. Um, and that was considered to be the first in a string of murders by El, Soco- El Psicopataya. So did they get... Psicopata. Did they get murdered before they went to this place or after? Huh? Did they get murdered after or before they got there? After. After. On the way back, yeah. So how long was Rosalita sitting? A while, I think. I'm not sure. It was when they noticed that no one was coming back. That, like, people were coming back from this mass Mm -hmm. and none of her family were. So How far away was it? I don't actually know. Like I said, it's sparse, this information. Mm. Um, between 86 and 96, El Psicopata, I keep saying it wrong, El Psicopata um, has had at least 19 murders attributed to them. So you have the first... But it could s- be other people, but it's sort of similar. Yeah, MO is pretty much lines up exactly the same. So you've got the first seven from La Masacara di Alajolita. Then you have the second case. That occurred eight months after the first. The second case involved the murders of 27-year-old Roberto Castro and his girlfriend, 19-year-old Francis Salazar. They were killed in Parque de la Amistad in Curedibat. This was the location of the third crime as well, in which another couple was murdered. 23-year-old Juan Guillermo Naria, Najera, it says, Najera, and his girlfriend, Damaris Rodriguez. She was 21. The bodies of Juan and Roberto, the two blokes from the couples, um, were found in the exact same place, but the bodies of Francis and Damaris were found in diff were found um, in different parts of a nearby property, so like the two dudes were found together, yeah, and the two women were found separately. In, in the same parts. house, not in a house. Just oh, you said something like a house. No, I said property. Doesn't yeah. necessarily mean house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the same patch of land. Yeah. They were all victims of multiple gunshot wounds, mostly centered around their heads. After an examination of the bodies, Francis, uh, uh, sorry, after an examination of the bodies of Francis and Damaris were carried out, they were raped with her. They found that Francis was much further along in decomposition, and that Damaris showed significant wounding to her genitals. I'll get to that in a sec. 
So the next set of victims were Victor Julio Hernandez, 18, and his girlfriend, Araceli... Wow, that's a weird name. I can't roll my eyes. (laughs) Araceli Astua, who was 15. Can we just point out the fact that there's an 18-year-old going out with a 15-year-old? But anyway... Um, that occurred in 1990, sorry, 1988. They were killed after making their way home from a party in San Vicente de la Union in uh, Cartago. Then in 89, Marta Miriam Navarro and Edwin Mata were killed in San Diego de Tres Rios. Marta was found to have the same wounding to her genitals that Damaris had. It was somehow determined that the same gun had been used to kill each and every victim. This guy didn't throw it away. He kept yeah. it. The police had a so bunch that's of... that's kind of what connects all of them as well. Sorry. Yeah. The gun and the wound type. Mm. And, you know, couples... Mm. He was going after couples, like people who are in groups, essentially. Um, So the police had a bunch of theories, and one of the standout ones was the Rambo theory. In this, they believed him to be a deranged former military or police official who went nuts. There was a bit like the Golden Taker. Well, like Rambo. I've never seen Rambo. (sighs) Christ, man. Every single episode, it seems that we appear that you have not seen something that is very significant from pop culture. <laughs> anyway, um, there was another theory that he could be the son of a wealthy politician. You know, someone who feels that he can get away yeah. with anything. Six years would pass, and the police would believe that El Sicopata had left the country, gone to prison for a different crime, or was even dead. The trail had gone cold. They were wrong, though. On March 12, 1995, which incidentally was two weeks after the death of Tres Pelos, the guy who originally was arrested for this crime, um, a woman named Marjorie Padilla was killed in a fashion similar to that of the previous murders. So not Marjorie. M- no, it's Marjorie. You've just said exactly what I've just said. Marjorie. Um, the police were doubtful it was the same person, though. Like a copycat. Mm. Six years had passed after all. That was until October 26th of 1996 when Mauricio Codero, 25, and Elena Alvarez, 23, were shot multiple times in Patara Desamparar. Des- oh my God, that's such a long word. Desampa- Desamparados. Desamparados. Got it. <laughs> So that was the last crime that was attributed to El Cicopata. There was also a crime from July of 1987 that had been later attributed to him as well. That was the murder of Legia Maria in her own home. So after the murders of Alvarez and Codero, they just stopped. Completely stopped. No more was ever attributed to El Cicopata. So obviously the police... So it's still not being solved. Yeah. I hate these types of ones. <laughs> well, you might, there is a potential. slight potential thing. So obviously the police would have um, 
had many suspects during their investigation, but they did have one main suspect. He was a Nicaraguan man, formerly, formerly of the guerrilla, like the military. The, Met- the Metropolitan Police in San Jose and was once a bodyguard for a businessman. But this prime suspect was apparently killed in 1998. Oh dear. His remains were found in Braulio. Braulio? We say Braulio Carrillo National Park, along with the bodies of two other people. It's thought that the three men, who were all Nicaraguan, were the victims of another serial killer, this one of Costa Rican nationality, who was known as Matanicas. It's believed Matanicas, or the Nicaraguan killer, held resentment against all Nicaraguan men due to him being raped as a child by a man of Nicaraguan descent. This led to him only killing men from that country. Well, that's a good thing that he's got the person that did it. Mm. The Nicaraguan killer stopped, was actually stopped and sent to prison. Couldn't find what he was called, though. So the police considered this Nicaraguan man who murdered, who was murdered by um, Matanicas to be El Psicopatia. Where did that word come from? El Psicopata. When a woman who managed to survive one of his attacks gave his description to the police and it matched that of the murdered man almost to a T. Christ. It was found out that this man also owned a knife that was, quote-unquote, similar to the one that had been used on the genital region of some of the victims. So when I said that they had wounding... That's just made me Yeah, he sliced up the women's genitals. Oh, no. Yeah. That was also found... Just shut my legs. (laughs) It was also found that he owned two taxis, one which was kept in close proximity to where the last victims were found likely to be used as a getaway vehicle or something to that effect. Mm. Unfortunately, though, we'll never really know what happened. Is that how he got these victims through his taxi? No. Just camping across them, most likely. Unfortunately, though, we'll never know what really happened. And for all we know, El Cicopata could be still out there, alive and well, as Costa Rica's own version of the Golden State Killer. And that is the story... Of El Cicopata. Mm. Very sparse on the details, though. I yeah. can only find two articles that weren't Wikipedia. I can only find really two articles on them. Is there any updates on the Golden State Killer? <laughs> you need to. D- I know, I need <laughs> to know. I need to know. Absolutely not. Great. There is too much evidence. Like, I, I don't think it, the trial will even be this year. Mm, he probably passed away before they even sentenced him. He's I mean, quite old, isn't he? I think I want to say 80s. Hang on, I'm going to... Joseph James D'Angelo. I like how you know his full name. I wouldn't have a clue. I just call yeah, him I know his full name. Um, he is 74. Oh, he's not that old then. Mm. He's younger than my granddad. Granddad's. God. All of them. <laughs> over 120 burglarize, burglarizations, over 50 rapes, and over 13 murders. He got away with it. Until now. <laughs> Until Paul Holes got on the case. Love that guy. Um so yeah. El Psicopata, for all we know, could still be out there. But the police 
likely think he was murdered by a different serial killer. Could you imagine the yeah. look? Two serial killers meet in a bar. <laughs> one dies. One kills the other one. There's no punchline. That's just what happens. <laughs> so it's just, could you imagine being Rosario? I know. Like, by all accounts, her and Christina should be dead. But they weren't they were there, because they she was wearing the wrong shoes. Yeah. That's it. That's what saved her and life. And the other one was nice enough to stay. Yeah. Like, the, the only reason she's alive is because she picked the wrong shoes to wear. Yeah. It's funny how life works sometimes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. That is the story of El Cicopata. And I just like saying that word. I like saying things in Spanish accents. <laughs> <laughs> as evidenced by me trying to pronounce every name in that with a Spanish accent. Um, right, well, there w- I wasn't going to do any news today, but then I quickly found out, the, uh, found this article from like, it's on the Metro website, uh-huh. um, and it was posted uh, about 24 hours ago from the time, no, no, sorry, about three days ago. Um, so it was posted on the 26th of January. Um, and there was a, 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 a father of three found his children dead in these, in his own house, um, in Dublin, uh, says this guy called Andrew returned home on a Friday night to find God eye, which is like the, the police, yeah, yeah. um, and firefighters at his house. They're not guardy. Guardy, yeah, something like that. Um, and firefighters at his house. I'll ask my Irish friends at work. Which was in Parsons Court, Newcastle. Didn't realise it was in Newcastle. Yeah. Ireland, but anyway. Um, he was then reportedly told by police officers, please don't go upstairs. Oh dear. Did he go upstairs or not? I don't know. Um, that's where he's... Cho- uh, that's where he's... Fucking hell. One was nine, one was seven, and one was three. That's awful. Who's done it? His um, partner. A woman thought to be the children's mother was taken to Talagt Talagh University Hospital where she continues to receive treatment. It is understood Gardy are not looking for anyone else in relation to the incident. Emergency services were first called to the area after a distressed woman was seen collapsing on the same street as the house. What the fuck? That sounds weird. Really weird. Hmm. It's just I, the reason I brought that up though was because the, what the policeman said to the said to the father, please don't go upstairs. That is just chilling. Yeah. And it is a prime example of the morbid reality that we live in. Yep. Um. Right. So we have no emails again. Unloved, unpopular. <laughs> was there a third? So sad. <laughs> All right, shall we get out of here? Yeah. And go to the cinema? Maybe. Maybe. I want to go shopping. Ugh, shopping. I hate shopping. I like shopping. Sometimes. And you're a girl. I don't like trying stuff on, though. <laughs> no, I, I don't think anyone likes trying stuff on. I hate trying stuff on. Anyway, thank you all for listening. If you liked this episode, please rate us five stars on all the places that you can rate us. Just go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash death and it'll show you all the places that you can do that. Um, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast host that you prefer. 
Charlie prefers Apple Podcasts. I prefer Google Podcasts. But if you want to, listen to us on Bullhorn. Call the number and listen to the phone call. So, it's us. So funny. It's so cool, isn't it? I still can't get over it. Um, but yeah, I've made sure that we're on pre- pretty much every mm, single... Just going to ring myself. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I've pretty much made sure that we're on every broadcast. I think the only thing we're not on is SoundCloud and Pandora. Mm-hmm. But that's only because I can't be asked to set up SoundCloud. And Pandora is only US only at the minute. Mm-hmm. So once that broadens out, we will be on Pandora. <laughs> once everyone opens Pandora's box, so hell will break loose. Mm. It's reminding me of a song by Nonpoint. Um, Not a clue. Great song. Top wide open. You with didn't the have to sing black. it. <laughs> or I could just play a bit now. Click. No. Hey, I said yes. Play. <laughs> no. But I like this song. Play. No. No. Yes. No. God damn it. Okay. Just listen to that song on iTunes, whatever. Um uh yes, you could also email us at cdadpodcast at gmail.com. C-I-D-A-D podcast at gmail.com. And we would like to know what is the creepiest thing that has ever happened to you. Um we've given examples in the past. I think we might do that next week. We might give some more examples of the creepiest things that have happened to us. Uh, just as just as a little padding for the show. Mm. Um other than that, I don't think there's anything else I need to cover. So, Charlie, do you have any last words? No. Okay. How about a happy ending? Like what? I don't know. What's making you happy? What makes me happy today? Yeah, what's been making you happy over the last week? Um, I had a bad day on Saturday. So, on Sunday, I went to my grandma's and had dinner and i had no makeup on which makes me happy i'm not a happy person <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> and that's incorrect um, there's not like a thing that makes me happy though like well no it's not you're you're not looking for like a, a, a thing that makes you happy every week like for example i was just gonna say i've been plowing my way through doctor who again and it's I've great. Never seen Doctor Who. Oh my god, man! <laughs> what have you seen that is normal? Disney. <sighs> it doesn't count. Seen everything Disney. Everyone's seen Disney stuff. No, they haven't. Apart from me, Dad. Some people don't like Disney. Like yeah, but you. everybody has seen at least one Disney thing. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen a single episode of Doctor Who. No, I didn't know about one of them Dalek one things. A Dalek one. I don't know what you. A Dalek. Yeah, I didn't know what that was yesterday when you started spouting shit about one of them. Spouting shit. Yeah. Oh, when you open your mouth, you spout shit. Um. Yeah, plowing through Doctor Who has reminded me that Christopher Eccleston was the best Doctor. I don't care what anybody says. Sean Connery's the best James Bond. <laughs> it's not how I thought you were going to end that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Connery's the best Doctor Who. <laughs> no, David Tennant was. You haven't seen anything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How can you say he was the best when you haven't even seen a single episode he was in? Because you showed me a clip of that yesterday. I, he was even in the clip. Was he not? <laughs> well, Catherine Tate was, and she was the same time as him, wasn't yeah. she? Because they went on Graham Norton yeah. together, I think. No, maybe <laughs> I don't know. 
It was the Christmas special I showed you. People used to say my dad looked like David Tennant. <laughs> he doesn't. It was the Christmas special that I showed you. And the bit that I showed you was me poking fun at you because the guy says... I bet you can't go point to Germany on a map. And could you? Probably not. Exactly. <laughs> could I mean, you I even... could give it a go. I mean, you'd probably get it wrong. Geography was not your strongest subject in school. No. I know where England is. Wales. Ireland and in, um, Scotland. It's all and the then, same country. No, but I could point to where it was. <laughs> and then I can... And That's called Great I Britain can tell you where know. Florida is in America and Canada. Um, I can tell you where Mexico Florida is. Florida is America. No, but like I know which part of it. Anyway, um, I'll get you to watch Doctor Who one day. One day. It will happen. No. When you least expect it. David I don't Tennant. have to watch it. David Tennant will sneak up on you mm. and hold your head in a manner that means you can't not look at the TV. And I'm just going to be sitting there next to you going, oh my god, it's David Tennant. <laughs> Alright, should we get out of here? Yep. Alright, thank you all for listening and we shall see y'all next week. Three, two, one. Good, Good night. night.